Hello and welcome to the Post Up Podcast and this is the finals Post Up Podcast because the NBA finals have finished. Um, it's me Cyrus Rogers, I'm here with Kaunda Chama or Finals K. What up K? What up Cy? What a finish to uh, an exciting uh, finals run. Yeah, the Warriors take it. Golden State Warriors, NBA champions 2022, and uh, what a ride it's been. Um, it's been an incredible season so far. So we're going to be recapping what happened in uh, Game 6, as well as a review of the NBA Finals as a whole, and also just talking about the season itself. Um, but uh, before we get in- into any of that, we'd like to thank our partners, uh, Supersport.com, uh, Coza, and the Podhouse. We're not there uh, today. We're doing this on the fly. Um, but yeah, I want to thank them. Uh, make sure you interact with us on our social media handles at Post Up Podcast on Twitter, at Post Up Zone on Instagram, at Post Up Zone on Facebook, and you can also go to postupzone.com for all things NBA from an African perspective. Kaunda, from a champion's perspective, um, mm. man, what a game six that was. And um, it, was, <laughs> it, it, it was an incredible, incredible um, series because when you look at the back and forth of how things went, um, there were so many different narratives in play, you know, from Boston winning mm-hmm. game one and, and Golden State. And a pretty big mm-hmm. win, that 120-108-2. Warriors bouncing back, winning game two, taking that 107-88. Then we go to Boston, what happens? The Celtics show, no, 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 we're the guys. They take a 2-1 lead, they win that game 116-100. But then from there, it's all Golden State. Steph Curry goes berserk in a 107-97 win for for the, the Warriors in Boston to tie the series at 2-all. Uh, then the Warriors take a series lead for the first time in Game 5, uh, winning that one 3-2 in Golden State, uh, winning that one 104-94 to take a 3-2 lead. And then, obviously, the closeout game um, that we saw last night with the uh, uh, the 103-90 victory over the Celtics in Boston to hush a lot of people up. What did you see in Game 6 that really stood out for you? Um, Boston uh, basically um, crumbled. Uh, I, I could see, um, I mean, Jason Tatum didn't really show up. I, I, I felt that uh, his brand of hero ball didn't really work out for him. So uh, that backfired. Uh, Jalen Brown was good. Uh, i got to take my hat off to Jalen Brown. He showed me this postseason that he is uh, a, play- a dependable player and-, and can be counted on in, in high-pressure moments. Um, I-, I think uh, Robert Williams, the-, the third, oh, my God, he struggled on those those boards. Hey, Cyrus, that, that was... I mean, they, when they really needed him for those second-chance buckets and everything, uh, it was a lot of fumbling that was going on. Yeah. And um, on the Golden State Warriors side, I, I think they understood their assignment. It was, don't annihilate Boston, just win the game and get that championship. And I, and I think that was the assignment. I, I saw it. They kept Boston under 100 again, which has been the trend in this series. Oh. Um, when they beat Boston, they keep them under 100 and they get, you know, over 100. And um, they understood the assignment. And, and there you go. You got that, some four times championship winners on that team. You you got yeah. a, a rookie, an African rookie who's a champion in that team. Andrew Wiggins is a champion. Hey, Cyrus. I, I saw, so there, there's so many stories to be told there. But, but at the end of the day, I think the better team, uh, the better team on the night won. That, that game could have gone any direction, but the, the Golden State Warriors were the better team last night. 
yeah, they, they definitely um, had all of the right things going for them. And, and I think what's really interesting, though, is that when, when you look at the, you know, the flow of the game, it started with the Celtics starting like a house on fire. Golden State were just so slow out the blocks, and the Celtics took a really, really big lead early on. But then that started getting chipped away by the Warriors. And so what you saw there was, was the nerves not necessarily affecting the Warriors as much, I think. Um, you know, when certain players, um, how can I put it? You know, like you, you get to this level of competition and certain players just step up and others kind of wilt. And I think you talked about the Celtics crumbling. That's basically what we saw. Um, and, and it's really you know, interesting to see because this might be where we had this conversation uh, at the beginning of the finals around youth versus experience because mm -hmm. the Warriors had so much experience. You know, you look at the likes of Steph, Draymond, Clay, Iguodala. They'd all been there. All of those guys are now four-time champions. Don't, this. Don't, don't forget Kavon Looney. Please don't forget Kavon Looney. No, no, no. Kavon Looney is a three-time He, he might, he might write you a letter. You keep forgetting him. But... But let's but let's but let's look at, at what's happened here. Is the sense that you have um, you have this Warriors team who have a lot of experience on their side, um, mm. been in finals before, winning championships before. But then, as we said before in, in a previous podcast, the Celtics don't have anybody, and and it kind of showed in, in those high pressure moments where somebody needed to to put an arm around Jason Tatum to say, look. Don't stress, and and I think that's been the case throughout you know, the majority of these finals, where a lot was mm. on his shoulders, and it seemed to be too much. Whereas Jalen Brown seemed to blossom, and he had po possibly his best game in the finals in Game Six, but it it, it all put, turned out not to be worthwhile. So let's go into how the Warriors won, um, the keys to victory for them, and in Game Six in particular, and then we can talk about where this, the Celtics fell short. So, um, what do you think? the Warriors did right in order to win game six? First of all, they, they engaged Cyrus. Remember, we were talking about composure uh, mm. when this uh, series started. We said it's going to come down to composure. Who, which, which team is going to panic? And you know which team had more propensity to panic and which team has has had an experience with that big game temperament. It, it was the yeah. Golden State Warriors. And I, and I think with the... The, the Boston Celtics being down 3-2, uh, uh, the only upside they had was that the, the game six was coming back to the garden and, you know, mm -hmm. they, they had their home crowd on their on their side. But at the same time, Golden State Warriors have been here before. They've beaten the Cleveland Cavaliers in Cleveland, you know, and and, 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 and I think they, they had that experience and our composure when and 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 yesterday, I mean last night. Sorry, that's when I saw. I think the tutelage that might have t the tutelage that might have taken place between Andre Iguodala and Andrew Wiggins, because I saw a lot of Andre Iguodala in the 2015 victory in, in yeah. Andrew Wiggins in, in this game six. Okay. Steph Curry, I think by the time it, it, it was. The, the the end of the fourth quarter, he, he had more than twenty one points. But but Steph's been here. Cyrus Clay's been here. Yeah. You know, the, the, especially the, the the Splash Brothers and Draymond Green have been here before. So so for them it, it, and, and and Coach Steve Kerr, Kerr sorry, and and my uh, coach assistant coach Mike Brown, it was all about let's keep it composed, guys. Let's let, let let's play our game. We're at their house, but we're gonna play our game. That's why you saw even though they were slow out the gate. 
they 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 turned the game into their game. They didn't want to play. They they didn't want to get extra scrappy and and risk. Yeah, and risk playing Boston's game because they were in Boston's house. They they played Warriors game on the road, and and it worked for them because they were the more composed team. They, I, I think they they converted more, and 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 they just you know they I think they just had experience on their side, Cyrus. So to me, the biggest key to this victory was was their experience and composure. Yeah? Well, it's interesting though. I mean, Kaunda, when you look at it, I mean, we talked about the Boston Celtics start of the game. They were fourteen two up. Um, like with just over eight minutes uh, left in that first quarter. And then mm. when you look at it, the Warriors then end up winning that quarter 27-22. The second quarter for me is where things really sort of took a complete jump for the Warriors because in, in the second quarter, they win that quarter 27-17. to um, And then, like, I know we spoke about the Warriors' third quarter um, dominance being a thing, but they actually lost that third quarter. Boston were up 27-22 at the end of the third though the scoreline didn't necessarily reflect that. Um, because mm. when you look at what the scoreline was at halftime, you had a Warriors team who felt really, really good because they were leading 54-39. So the pressure was on the Celtics to, to, to really bring it, and they just didn't have another level to rise to because the Warriors then won the, the fourth quarter 27 um, points to 24 to win uh, the game 103-90. You made a point earlier about the fact that the Celtics, every single game they lost, they were held under 100 points. And I think that's the mm -hmm. critical key to the game for me around how the Warriors won this particular championship and also that particular closeout game is that their defense was really, really good. They were able to, to get stops when they needed to. The Celtics went cold. And, and I think that's always a combination of things because... If you defend well, it makes it tough on guys to hit their shots. And even mm -hmm. if they do make one or two buckets, they don't necessarily go on runs if your defense is is um, is at the level that it needed to be at. And then the Celtics, everybody was talking about the turnovers that they had um, leading into to, um, this game in particular. That didn't stop. In fact, they had 22 turnovers in total um, in, this, in, in, in game six compared to the Warriors' 15. And... That's a massive, massive swing. Look at the and Cyrus, the, 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 this is this is the biggest number of turnovers they've had in this series. Yeah, I mean, they, they, exactly. They would have 15, 16, they, they, you know. Uh, but this time around, they 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 really turned over the ball uh, horrendously, and the, the rebounding was bad. There was a play in the fourth, Cyrus, where I saw Andrew Wiggins literally brick a shot. And it was picked up by a Warriors player as a rebound outside the three-point line. I was yep. thinking to myself, I think the Boston Celtics have, have just given up now. They're just like, you know what? They, I think they were 10 points down at the time. And, and I think... It was tough. They, mentally, they, they were, they were, mentally, they, they were they were just getting drained. Because, I mean, you, you're playing against a team like the Golden State Warriors. You keep sending Steph to the line in the fourth quarter, the best uh, three-point shooter in the league. <laughs> no, that's Jordan Poole. That's Jordan Poole. Well, yeah. look, give Jordan Poole, give Jordan Poole <laughs> his flowers, okay. They're second then. Uh, so, but still, it's Steph, Cyrus. You're sending Steph to the line. And yeah. um, I, I'm just looking at it, and, and I could see the expressions on their faces. There's a time when 
before uh, Coach Imeo Doka like just you know emptied out his his bench, I I I I saw a point where I could tell the Boston Celtics were defeated. Even Jalen Brown, who who seemed to be the more motivated player for most of this game. He, he he and Marcus Smart too. I could see the expressions on their faces that I think they can they can see that this one has slipped away. Well, the writing was on the wall. Yeah, the writing was on the wall, and and even their fans were were literally silenced. Uh, it, it, it was a tough loss, but I, I think they've learned a lot from this, Cyrus. One one thing we can't take yeah. away from them is that first first time appearance in the finals. Uh, going up against uh, a, a team like the Golden State Warriors that's been here before, but like we mentioned, this team was a good war. It was a great Warriors team, but it's not the greatest Warriors, Warriors team that's ever been. It's not the greatest Warriors team that's ever been to the finals, but it, it went to show you again that uh, you know if they stick to the script, they can take it all the way. Let, let's not forget also that this is a Warriors team. That was uh, last season um, knocked out in the playing game by by the oh. Memphis Grizzlies, and, and Steph Curry promised that they would come back in a big way. Uh, and uh, I see he sure even the squad, uh, you know, li- li- lived up to the promise. Here, here they are now. They they got their their what fourth championship in how many years? Eight in years. Eight seasons. Yeah, in a, and, and fourth that's, championship that's in eight seasons. Yep. That's why it was so emotional for them. You know, I think we've got to also look at this and say, um, yes, the Warriors have had two years previous to this of, of just injury, heartbreak, and and just being a bad team to suddenly bring themselves out of those doldrums to to be the team that needed they needed to be in order to win a championship. This is the lowest seeding that they've had to win a championship in this run. Uh, they were a number mm-hmm. one seed when they won in 2015, um, and th- they were a number three seed in the West going into to, to these uh, playoffs. What's interesting, though, is that their season record, 53-29, and 29, was still better than the Boston Celtics, who were the number two seed in the East, who were 51-31. and 31. So it goes to show you that you don't necessarily have to, like they did, uh, the Warriors did in the past, win 73 games. You just got to win all the games that you can and, and give yourself the best chance of, of, of good seeding, especially when it comes down to the finals, because... Now, there you are with the home court. And yes, the Celtics disrupted that winning game one and all of that stuff. But, you mm-hmm. know, when it came down to it, the Warriors just knew exactly what they needed to do. And so we go back to the experience thing. Um, mm-hmm. From a, a Celtics perspective, right? I mean, you mentioned they go back to the drawing board and say, okay, how do we fix the things that we got wrong? How do we make this? Um, how do we get better next season? And And there's a lot of questions that need to be answered there because... It shouldn't be a knee-jerk thing, right? In the sense that Mm-mm. there were so many things at the beginning of this season where everyone was like, the Celtics need a big, they need this, they need that, they need a new point guard. And then come the turn of the year, suddenly the Celtics look like a really great team. Um, with their rookie head coach, Ime Udoka, um, mm-hmm. leading them to, to all sorts of, of, of really great runs. And you know, them getting to the NBA Finals is no, no accident. Um, they no, had no, to be it's hard work. To get so let's look at the Celtics and we say, um, yes, Tatum was not at his best. I mean, they were the Celtics as a whole were just terrible. I think this Tatum had 18 turnovers in the playoffs, followed by Jalen Brown with 15 and Marcus Smart with 16. And if you compare that to 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 the Warriors from a turnovers perspective, Steph mm-hmm. Curry had 13 turnovers. 
Jordan Poole had 12, and the next highest from there is Draymond Green with 10. So when your important players on your team are turning over the ball a heck of a lot, it says that they're not in in the space they need to be in from a ball protection perspective, and especially yep. against a team that will beat you uh, if you're turning the ball over. I mean, the Warriors' points of turnovers is really pretty good. So yep. the Celtics, just they know now they need to be more mature about how they keep the ball and what they do with it going forward. So I think this might be, you know, the sort of tail end of, of, of the best Al Horford years that you're going to get. So yeah, do the Celtics look at this and say, minor tweaks or, or wholesale change? What do you think they need to look at? Uh, I think in between the minor tweaks and wholesale uh, changes, Cyrus, because, you, you, you know, when you look at a Boston Celtics team, like you said, uh, Al Horford, obviously, the, these are his latter days. I mean, he had a heck of a season, heck of a postseason, mm. Cyrus. I, I haven't seen him play at that level since back in the days in Atlanta. And yeah. uh, I, I was so impressed with what Al Horford managed to do uh, this season. But Jason Tatum's pretty young. Uh, Jalen Brown is still, those guys are in the mid 20s, they're approaching their mid 20s. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Smart also is not the oldest guy around, uh, but but I, I think what they need, um, more Cyrus is a bit of bench depth because I, I think that, that 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 was a problem. Uh, I mean, when Robin Williams comes, uh, Robert Williams, sorry, comes back, uh, healthy next season, I think we'll see a better version of him. Uh, touch wood, no injuries disrupt his season. Uh, I, I, I think uh, Grant Williams also showed you that uh, he's a, a, a great player. He's a great role player. He'll, he'll play. come in. Yeah. yeah uh, uh, White also, I think, also proved yeah. that he, he, he's a great uh, you know role player as well. Uh, and uh, when I look at it, uh, I was having a chat with uh, with a friend online just uh, during the game, and we, we we were speaking about the fact that they 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 need some three uh, and D guys off the bench, maybe that you know to bring in some three and D guys, you know, uh, wing guys off the bench that can also come and give them uh, some good defense as well, uh, as you know, a couple of much needed points because when when you're losing at crunch time by. 10 points, some 3 and D guys would help you reduce that margin and potentially help you win, uh, uh, Cyrus. And, you know, um, they, they, they really need to also uh, improve their um, ball protection. I, I think the last two games, Jalen Brown looked like he had slippery hands. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Just like he couldn't. He couldn't hold on to that ball. And, 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 you know, transition defense is all Cyrus. They they, they they need... Because when you're playing at Golden State Warriors and you turn over the ball, you know that yeah. the likes of Draymond Green can sprint down that court, Cyrus, at lightning the speed. They push that pace. And, 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 and uh, I, I, you know, it's, it's something that they really... Uh, gonna have to look up to. I, I I don't think the road to the finals next season is gonna be no, as comfortable for them as it was this season. I, I don't see them uh, sweeping a, a, a Nets again and and then going to Milwaukee and just you know beating the Bucks and you know it's it, and the Heat also are gonna re up. I mean I've heard Pat, Pat Riley Nobody's talking about them re reing up. And they're still a strong team. And uh, 
also, uh, you know, they, 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 it, it's going to be an interesting one to watch how they, they, they improve themselves because also they had a couple of game seven, uh, seven game series heading yeah. into the finals, which will also tie you down a little bit. But then again, they did sweep the nets. So maybe that balanced things out. Um, but Cyrus, they, I don't think that we need a whole, a, a, a complete overhaul, and then we don't need minor tweaks. We need something in between yeah. there, Cyrus, where you know they they just need to make some notable changes, uh, okay, put, bring some more uh, defensive-minded but uh, shooters uh, on their payroll, so that you know to because you, you, you we've seen, and, I, and I'll say this with all due respect, Jason Tatum is not Kobe. Uh, so, so Cyrus, not, uh, they, 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 they're gonna have to. It's an unfair. Um, it's an unfair comparison he brought on himself um, with, yeah. with with all of the references to Kobe, right? Because you know, yeah. it, I mean, Kobe was his hero. Um, he told him, you know, you got to step things up and, and really you know, become the player you, you got to be. And and the problem is, it, what made Kobe so special was his his. Um, mentality in terms of that mamba mentality right just always mm. going for the throat whenever you had a chance and and unfortunately tatum just didn't seem to have that and i think this is where when you look at the celtics team you know you you mention minor tweaks and i tend to agree with you though i do well as well somewhere between minor tweaks and wholesale change mm-hmm. they show that they can do a heck of a lot right when they buy into the system yep. And I think Ime Odoka's system works. He's got the guys playing really well. They were one of the best defenses in the NBA. I think they might have been the best defense in the NBA. Um, and, you know, had built a really good offense going into the finals. They were just shown up by a team that that finally figured out how to beat them. And I think what's really interesting is that when you look at the stats of the finals, um, there's a few key areas where you're like, okay, hang on. We can't be out-rebounded by the Warriors, where the person who's averaging the most rebounds, 8.5 for the Celtics, um, is Al Horford. And even more rebounding than him is Andrew Wiggins at 8.8. So they need to sort out you know, the rebound issues, um, which were a big issue in, in Game 6, because they were out-rebounded there. But big, big, big issue. Yeah, massive, massive issue. And then... Being able to, to you know, you can't really just say, stop Steph Curry. Nobody's really doing that. He averaged 31.2 points in the finals versus Jalen Brown, who was the, the highest scorer for the Celtics with 23.5. So they need mm-hmm. somebody like Jason Tatum to really step up. But I think what they probably need to do, you know, and uh, 3 and D guys, they're not, they're not just lying around, you know. Uh, <laughs> those are... Those, no, there's they, they, they sac- sacrifices to be made, but Cyrus... They they need defensive help, Cyrus. If if you're turning over the ball that much and your your rebounding is lacking to 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 the point where uh, a, a, a small forward, if you will, is out rebounding your big guys, but, you but know it's it's that, that says to it, me that that speaks a lot to say that yeah some people are. Uh, not showing up as they should, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it takes me back to Steph Curry out rebounding Tristan Thompson. Mm-hmm. You know, you 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 can't, <laughs> you know, you you yeah. can't have that situation and expect you to win. You, you, you understand what I mean? Right? You, you can't yeah, have that I'm situation with... and expect to win. It's 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 it, it, you'd have to have a fluky win, but but it's not it's not it's it's not it's not realistic now. And, I, I, and and. 
I agree with you. I agree with you. Though, this is potentially the other point, that if Al Horford is your other forward, do you lose a little bit by having him in the mix uh, versus maybe somebody a bit younger? I mean, he was sensational in, in, in the playoffs, and specifically um, in, in the finals, he had some really incredible moments. But... Mm-hmm. You know, what are you going to do? Do you then look for another center? Because Robert Williams seems to be the guy that they need. Robert Williams the third. Uh, is it Al Horford who, you know, needs to take fewer, like spend a few um, less time on the court? Um, and, and then going back to the whole issue around the guards, right? Because Tatum, obviously, with his turnovers was a major problem. But perhaps he, he shouldn't be handling the rock in the way that he was. So do you need, does the, the point guard discussion come back again? Is Marcus Smart that guy? Because he showed that he could really, really play well, and he was he was really fa- fantastic for the second half of the year. But maybe they do need somebody who's a bit of a, a table setter um, that can also offer a little bit more. Um, uh, I mean, it's crazy to say more defense when Marcus Smart is the defensive player of the year. He's the defensive but... player of the year. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think I, I think I think they need a, a bona fide playmaker, Cyrus. That, that, that's mm. what they need in a guard. They they they, they need a, a a point guard who who is a playmaker, such as like what what a Chris Paul has been known to do. So if you if if you if you got yeah. a point guard who, who plays like 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 prime Chris Paul and add it to this Boston Celtics team and, and then reduce all the fumbling and and mishandling of the ball. Uh, things will get better, but 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 uh, like you said, uh, they they need the three and D guys to come off the bench. But those guys are not just sitting in around waiting, right? Maybe yeah, you know we'll we'll have to see who's available in the off season. But they 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 do need changes from that point. I I don't think we we should go back to that discussion we were having at the beginning of the year where we thought maybe it's time to break up smart uh tatum and brown I, I don't think we really need to go there unless there's something we don't know but i you know looking at how they performed in this postseason i i think those guys can still come back next year and do something great with just an addition of a few key pieces look i i agree with you in terms of um you know keeping jalen brown and jason tatum because the two j's were was the big discussion um are you getting as much out of them as you possibly can and um We've seen that in this postseason, they they definitely came to the party. Mm-hmm. What's interesting for me, though, is that I look at, at 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 Boston and I say, "But so, what assets do they have if they want to try and make any trades?" And and I don't see a heck of a lot of people clamoring for for um, Grant Williams um, or or even Marcus Smart, who's the defensive player of the year. You know, and and I think this is where things become tricky because. What 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 moves can you make if everybody's looking at your team saying, well, okay, give us one of your your major assets, um, and mm-hmm. and that's really all that you've got um, to work with. But but let's 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 um, let's look a little bit at the Warriors though, because we could go really and do a deep dive into uh, you know what what caused the, this issue for the Celtics, and I I tend to think that it was primarily all. Um, from inexperience mainly, and then the occasion being way too big for some of these guys too early. Um, but from a Warriors perspective, we're seeing some really interesting stuff here. So we talked about the fact that this is the fourth title for Curry, Thompson, and Green, also for Iguodala, who yep. wasn't necessarily needed um, for big minutes and, and big-time plays all the way through the finals, uh, but he was there. The third title for mm-hmm. Looney, 
Um, and, and nobody's going to be like, wow, three-time champion um, Kevon Looney, what a monster. But he actually showed up in these finals. He was really important for this Warriors team as they won. Um, Jonathan Kuminga, his first title, and he becomes the second Congolese player to win a championship since none other than our favorite DDA DJ Mbenga. Um, and then there's other sub-stories like we were talking about, the you're, fact that it's the first title for you're, Andrew you're, 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 you're forgetting two very important points here. Mm-hmm. First of all, uh, Steph Curry was the MVP of the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, no, no, he. I wasn't. mean, Western Conference Finals, Western <laughs> Conference Finals. Uh-huh. Then he's the Finals MVP. Why are you not mentioning that? I was, I was and, saving that and, later. And the Warriors have got the new designed Larry O'Brien Trophy. <laughs> okay, all of those important points. But but I think the yes. thing, though, is that when you look at all of these things, there's a lot of... of, of it, it says a lot about what the Warriors organization has done. Because mm. you have the experience there and these guys have won championships, fourth championship, third championship. And, and what this has also done is it's given a first title to guys who've never been at this level before. Um, and it's really heartwarming to see the likes of, of Gary Payton uh, II getting a championship winning one, and his dad has one. And and Gary Payton yep. Sr. spoke about how this meant so much to him uh, because it's one thing him doing it, but it's another seeing his son do it. This is Damian Lee's yeah. first championship. I mean, now he can really go into that that that, that Curry household, you know, because he's uh, Steph's brother-in-law, and be like, yeah, I also got a championship. You're like, right, finally, Damian. You're not just here because of your dreadlocks. Um, well, that, that, that dinner is going to be kind of uh, <laughs> uncomfortable because... Two yeah, people won changed. a championship. Two people won championship, and one guy got swept. So that, that dinner table is not going to be <laughs> dinner table is going to be a little uncomfortable, Cyrus. It's going to be like, yeah. So uh, how was Cancun, Seth? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, maybe maybe he ends up on the Warriors at one point and gets one too. That would be a great story. But but you know, you look at these guys. I, I don't know what the Warriors offseason will look like either. Um, they've got a lot of things to to work on, but the key thing is that they'll look at at, at some of these rookies having learned what needs to happen um, in order to be champions. Kuminga, Moody, um, Wiseman, who didn't play in the you know the season. Um, you then look at at, at the likes of um, Gary Payton, who I'm sure they'll be able to keep around. Um, in, in some way, shape, or form. Somebody like Andrew Wiggins, now everybody's talking about an extension for him and him staying on this Warriors roster and and being a, a key part for them. So this could be the beginning of a, another you know dynasty of sorts. I mean, Juan Toscano Anderson, he's one of the first Mexican players to win an NBA championship. So or Mexican-American, actually. So there's really interesting stories. Otto Porter Jr., I love this. And this is what happens when you win, right? Is that suddenly everybody's looking and be like, who would have thought that Chris Chioza would be an NBA champion? Uh, well, he is an NBA champion. Cyrus, look, uh, I'm I'm really happy for a lot of the guys on the on the, on the Warriors roster. Uh, obviously, Jonathan Kuminga because he's uh, he's a fellow African. Um, Andrew Wiggins because you know the whole story about being a number one pick, uh, rookie of the year, then being a bust, 
And maybe, I mean, Minnesota was just not the place for him. And he comes to a Warriors team, finds his groove and helps them. I mean, he's a key, key, key uh, piece mm. in this uh, finals run. I mean, even the postseason run. And, I, and it's good to, to, to see him, you know, be part of this winning team. Um, I, I, I think uh, Coach Steve Kerr deserves a heck of a lot of respect oh. here. He, he's been under a lot of pressure, especially, I mean, I can only imagine what, what, what kind of narratives would have been out there if they didn't win this championship and lost it mm. to, to a first time, you know, <laughs> you know for, for, yeah. for a squad whose entire roster was having, including the coach, well, not the coach, because obviously he's been there with Popovich, right? But uh, the, the roster yeah. basically... Uh, all, all debutants in this in this experience. So, uh, like Cyrus, you, you can't hate on the Warriors. They worked hard. They 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 even had some 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 some. They had injuries to Steph during the season, oh. and, and 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 you know that he he came back. They, they 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 there was a time you know when Al Horford fell on him where we didn't even know if he was going to come back for for for, yeah. for the next game, and he came back. There's just been a lot happening, and 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 I think the next uh, two weeks we're going to see a lot of storylines coming out uh, around everybody who's been, I mean, who who is on that squad and what championships mean to them. First of all, collectively, what this championship means to them, and then individually, what it means to them. Because I mean, yeah, some of them, I mean, like, like only played a couple of minutes here and there, but still. They were part of this winning machine, which is fantastic. But but it, but if you, if you, if you look at the core of this team, it's it's actually fantastic to 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 see them. And 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 I and I think when you look at Steph, Clay, Draymond, Andre, uh, uh, Kevon was not there in 2015, right? Was he there in 2015? No, 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 no. So 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 if you look at those four, the, 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 those guys were present for 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 the first championship in 2015. Uh, we, we, which makes that just a great story in itself, and and uh, it it would be interesting, like you said, to see what happens in their uh, off season. Uh, do they just keep the Warriors as is and and this, add the draft this, picks, or is there serious, changes to be made? There's serious financial considerations as well, because you know they've been in the luxury tax for a while. Um, they they pay their players, and and rightly so. Um, but there were also question marks around, you know, people like Draymond Green in these finals. Has he lost it? Should he be there? All of that stuff. And and he silenced that in, in the last game. And he was fantastic in game six. But I look at this, and, and you brought up Steve Kerr, and I absolutely love that. Because Steve Kerr, this is his fourth championship as a coach. Um, he's won five as a player. So nine championships total. Um, not many people can actually, um, you know, really have a, a say to say that they've won that many rings. But what's great about what we saw with Steve Kerr this season and in these finals was he seems to have put to bed this narrative that he can't coach. Um, that all he's doing is just standing there on the sidelines letting Steph and them do stuff. Um, and mm. he gets bailed out by how great, great Steph Curry is. Mm. No, he coached. He coached his butt off this season in particular. Um, and, and, you know, it's paid off. And, and when you look at the Warriors' development, that's also part of him. And and the 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 culture that they've built, um, because look at how well somebody like Gary Payton II played. Mm-hmm. He fit into a system 
he wasn't he was unafraid and that's because of the culture that's been built there the warriors say if we call you up you're going to be in and if you're going to be in you got to show up and guys who can't hack it don't last long uh, i look at kelly Oubre, who just couldn't manage in that warrior system uh d'angelo russell just it didn't work out for him there uh, but the guys who really buy in somebody like andrew wiggins who'd been written off before suddenly becomes andrew wiggins that we saw in the finals uh, who is mm. and dare i say it better than Harrison Barnes ever was. Um, but <laughs> that's just uh, that's, being that, 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 That's still up for the debate, Cyrus. I think you've got a personal gripe with uh, um, Harrison Barnes that, that, that needs to hurt. be uh, handled. I think your gripe with Harrison Barnes is similar to mine with Tristan Thompson, but we'll take that <laughs> take that to another podcast yeah, another day. We'll do that. Um, we'll do that. But, 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 but Cyrus, look... Um, in all in all fairness, the 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 the, the Warriors used their experience and 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 uh, you, you know big game temperament uh, that they have and, and and they know how to show up in the in these situations, especially when they're you know healthy like they were this time around. Mm. You know, compared to the last couple of seasons, and uh, I I would just I'm just wondering how things would have been had James Wiseman been healthy during the season. Yeah. You know, we, yeah. we always talked about like them not having a bona fide big and, uh, and Wiseman is that big guy. I, I want to see yeah. what kind of contributions he can make next season because he's been cleared. I think by this time he's been cleared because yeah. uh, I've been re- following up and uh, he he should be cleared uh, to, to start. Right. He'll, you know, be, like, he'll be back. Scrimmages. By the mm. time next season comes around, he, he, he will be ready you know, for, for, for game time. And uh, I, I want to see what the Warriors will look like then. No, definitely, Counter. You know what's interesting is that um, in the celebrations at TD Garden, those Boston fans not necessarily loving it, but there was a point where they were interviewing um, Andrew Wiggins and mm-hmm. behind him was James Wiseman. And Wiseman standing there on that podium knowing that he didn't contribute this season but also knowing what it takes to be a champion, being around these mm-hmm. guys. You could see he got emotional mm-hmm. just looking at it because he wants that too. And I think that he's in the perfect scenario where they'll look at him and say, James, you're fully healthy. Let's integrate you. Let's make you a, a, a part of what will make this team great going forward. And we're almost seeing a changing of the guard in a way, not necessarily that Steph, Clay, and Draymond are all going to disappear, but that you've got Jonathan Kuminga, Moses Moody, James Wiseman, pretty high draft picks, who are all mm. part of this this Warriors team that will be there going forward. And there will be this sense of, as Steph and Clay and Draymond start to wane and move uh, away from being you know, the, the central guys, you have mm-hmm. these other guys in Kuminga, Moody, and Wiseman who can you know, c- continue the mantle of, of great Warriors basketball going forward. So Things are looking really, really bright in in Golden State. Let's talk about the greatness of Steph Curry to to end the podcast. So you mentioned he won the very first Magic Johnson Western Conference Finals MVP trophy, and then went on to win his his first. Yeah, you know, not 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 the shortest title. (laughs) Then goes on to win his first Finals MVP award, um, and rightly so as well. Is this? I mean, Steph was really emotional after winning this championship. Do you think mm-hmm. all of the narratives, all of the nonsense he, he, has finally was, been put to bed? He, he and, was and emotional before he even won it. 
Yeah, that guy yeah. was crying as the before. clock ran down. <laughs> a bit like, oh, a bit like the Bucks. You know, when when you know you've done the job, you've got you're not sweating as the as the uh. clock winds down. <laughs> Do you think that this is finally it? This is this is the cherry on 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 the cake that we we don't just call him the greatest three point shooter of all time. We call him one of the greatest players in NBA history. Cyrus, I think he's been you know the the. The, the one of the greatest players in NBA history because he does more than shoot. Let, 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 let's keep yeah. it real. Like Way he more. does more than shoot, right? I mean, I know he's not the most defensively minded guy. Like he he doesn't defend like like prime clay or hundred well. percent clay. But mm. but but like I, I said, this season I, I saw him defend well in the series against the Grizzlies. I saw a different kind of stuff. But look, um everybody is known for their different things, and and and, and I think uh, we mentioned this in a, a, a previous podcast where when I said um, when I asked you the question that if he doesn't win, does does this nullify certain things that people think about him? And you said no, those are just storylines for people to discuss on certain platforms. And I and mm. and, 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 I, and I think to me, uh, a guy who's led his team to. Before, before even this fourth championship, to three championships, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, 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 and in a leading role, do do you tell me that's not a great player? Oh, do, of do, course. Do, do, do you tell me that's an average player just because he doesn't have a Finals MVP? Finals MVP. And now him winning a Finals MVP, does that make him any better than he was yesterday? No, he, he's being yeah. great, Cyrus. I mean, I let's be honest. I'm not even a Golden State Warriors fan. You know, I'm a Steph fan. You know, but yeah. Uh, to me, I, I think anybody who would say now Steph can be put in the discussion of being one of the greats hasn't yeah. been watching basketball for the last fifteen years or so. Like you know, they they they, they really haven't been watching basketball since. Okay, let me not say fifteen years. Let me say since your, like your, your since, gray hairs are starting to speak for you here, Kaunda. <laughs> no, but 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 but, but if you, because I'm 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 including Davidson here, Cyrus. You know, I'm, yeah, I, yeah. I'm including I'm including pre NBA. It's the same thing I do when when I look at LeBron. I don't just look at LeBron from the Cavs. I look at LeBron, you know, when he was in high school. He was a great player. You could tell. So, yeah. how are you going to say the same thing about Steph when when he's proven himself? From college all the way up to now, I, I, I think for me, he's just getting—he just got his dues this morning. You know, he—he yeah. he, he got that Finals MVP. I think, it, it, like we've we've mentioned in 2015, Big Odala really put the clamps down on 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 LeBron, and I think they they, they rewarded him for that. I I, I still remember when. Even Steve Kerr was told Iguodala is the Finals MVP. Even he looked surprised, like, "Well, Iguodala is the Finals MVP because yeah. we all expected uh, Steph to get it." it but it was Steph. what it was. Yeah. Then enter but, KD. We we couldn't we couldn't deny KD's impact when he was at the Warriors. So yeah. give him the two. And then now Steph was like, "I'm still here." And then they've rewarded him for still being there and still being this great player. I, dude, I, I'll say if. The Warriors win another championship, say next mm-hmm. season. I wouldn't be surprised if he's the Finals MVP again. And look, I, I, I because you're just he, all fact. He might be. He might be one of the oldest guys on the squad, but he's yeah, not that old. 
He's not Daryl. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not. He's not thirty-seven. Yeah, he's not thirty-seven. Yeah, not LeBron. Not Chris Paul. And those guys are, are really, really pushing it. They're showing that if you look after your body and and you stay in good shape, you can really go for it. I am in total mm. agreement with Ricardo. I think that you know he's been a great player for so long, and all of this narrative stuff is just really weird and and kind of whack, actually. Um, but the thing look, about it, give, it gives people things to talk about. It's it's like the no, goat exactly. debate. No, that nonsense. Just throw him in the goat debate now. Let's really mix up the the gumbo or jambalaya or whatever it is. The poiki. Yeah. Let's throw Steph in this. He's got four championships and a Finals MVP now. He's 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 the goat. Let's see how that goes. Oh goodness. These narratives, but the thing about Steph though is that he's also humble in all of this stuff too. Yes, he'll he'll brag a little bit when he needs to, but he's done so much for this franchise and for his team over the years. Whether it be staying on 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 smaller contracts in order to bring certain players in, whether it mm. be uh, you know handing the the control of the ball over to somebody else to allow them to to be integrated into the franchise, or even just spending the time to learn with these kids because and I call them kids with, with the younger players. You know the likes of Jordan Poole can develop into being Jordan Poole because Steph has put his arm around him and said, this is a family business and we want you to be as important to this family as anybody else. So when I look at that outside of the basketball stuff, he's just mm-hmm. really one of the greatest to have ever played it. And then on top of that, you, you look at the accolades, only unanimous MVP. Um, it, it was, it, 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 yeah, it is what it is. And, and I just love this for Steph and, you know, one of the the things about the Warriors going forward is that the stuff that makes Steph really great in terms of mm-hmm. his shooting isn't necessarily going to just disappear. And mm-hmm. he could eventually transition into somebody who moves less off the ball and just becomes a spot-up shooter when needed. Um, and, and that's a great tool to have when um, you know, you're, you're trying to still win championships and, and change things around. But to close this off, Kaunda, um, what did you think about the finals as a whole. Did you think that it was a great finals? Do you think maybe it could have been better? Or do you think it played out, you know, in, in the way it needed to? Look, I called it uh, Celtics in seven. You know, I, I mm-hmm. love me a game seven because that's when everything is on the line. Yeah. It, 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 all the toys are there. And it's the, it's the, it's the best kid that's going to pick them up, right? But then again... Um, the way the the Warriors played Game Five and Game Six, uh, you could tell that I think it's a wrap. You know, it's, it put a f- stick of fork in it. It's 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 done. <laughs> I, I would <laughs> but, I would say even Game Four. Really? Okay. Because if you think about it, this is the first time this postseason the Celtics lost two in a row and then three mm-hmm. in a row. Because uh, you know, from Game Four, where Steph went absolutely berserk, um, mm-hmm. the Warriors were just like, okay, hang on. We found something. We found a groove, and they just kept getting better and better and better. And, and for me, if it, especially like in Game Five, where Steph had an off day, but the, the, mm-hmm. the Boston Celtics still couldn't take advantage of that. Okay, it's not as if Steph is the be all and end all the of the Warriors, yeah. but if their key one of their key players is that off, and you and you still can't you know capitalize on that. It, it, it was a great final, Cyrus. I, I, I give it to, to to the Boston Celtics for their fighting spirit. I mean, they fought all the way through the regular season, oh. all the way through the postseason to come and, and, and make it out of the East like that and, and, and not be swept in the finals. Because 
what, sometimes what happens to these debutants is they 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 they, they go through the regular season, the postseason, and then by the time now they get to the real bright lights, they 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 crumble and, and get swept. But they didn't. They 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 actually wow. took game one. So it added to that excitement, Cyrus. It it wasn't a lopsided series where you're like, yeah. oh, I mean, you more. know. I remember uh, very not fondly uh, uh, LeBron's <laughs> first uh, first appearance in the finals against the the, the 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 San Antonio Spurs and the way they were swept. I mean, it, it was exciting to watch him play, but the Spurs just had answers to everything the Cavaliers could bring, oh. and that wasn't the case this time around. They were they, they, they yeah. the, the Boston Celtics it's took pretty two. even. Yeah, they, yeah. they took two. And, and if you looked at the teams at some point, it looked as if it was actually an even matchup. But uh, mm. the team that's been there before knew what to do when they needed to do what to do. And they did what they did. And now Look at champions. this guy. Look at this guy. <laughs> All them words. But yeah, I, I think the finals were great. I think that you, you had two teams that had you know differing styles of play who really went at each other different sizes of teams that really just showed that they were keen to 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 be the champions of of the NBA and and as they say in the US champions of the world and um i think obviously the warriors just lent on their experience and their superstar status and and allowed the guys to do what they needed to do but the finals overall were just sensational uh we've come to the end of the podcast pounder um, can you believe it? And uh, the end of the NBA season, but that doesn't mean the post podcast is done because there's the no. um, uh, the NBA draft coming up. Um, you know, in I think just weeks time, we've also got a WNBA season happening, and we're going to be talking more about the WNBA as 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 um, the weeks go by. And uh, mm-hmm. there's just too much to to give up on. So um, let's give everybody our social media handles um, at postuppodcast on Twitter, at postupzone on Instagram, at postupzone on Facebook. You can also go to postupzone.com for all things NBA from an African perspective. Thank you to our partners, supersport.com, Betcoza and the Podhouse. We'll see you again next week, Podhouse. Kaunda, thank you so much, man. Oh, it's a pleasure and well done again, Cyrus. I know you probably didn't sleep a wink, but uh, your team took it. And uh, yeah, you can wear that Golden State Warriors jersey proudly again. I'm wearing the t-shirt right now. Uh, thank you so much, Kaunda. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, it's been a great NBA Finals, great season. We're not done yet. We will be back soon. Uh, but yeah, uh, thank you for listening. And we'll catch you courtside. <laughs>